So the other day I was on Twitter and there was this post that some guy had made talking about how doing it anal with a babe is low-key gay and he can't be convinced otherwise. And a bunch of people were actually agreeing with the guy. But what just couldn't get past me was the fact that guys get head from shorties. And I know from talking to gay guys that, you know, gay guys also give and receive head. So... Honestly, if the guy isn't convinced by that point, then I honestly don't know what it is with him and his issue with gay people. Anyways, much as I would love to show how daft his thought process is for that, I have a podcast to do. And speaking of podcasts, welcome to Break Time on Westside, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is none other than the same man who's been there himself, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street where we take a deep dive into Twitter, or at least I do. And then we pull up a couple of tweets that we find to be fairly interesting, or at least I do. And then we discuss them, or at least I do. Uh, now, actually, back to the whole story of the gay situation, or at least back to the whole story of gay. I am fairly aware that it is Pride Week right now. So for so for all my fellow listeners that are a part of the LGBTQIAP community, or LGBT, or LGBTQ, if you wanted the short versions of it, happy Pride Week. Or whatever the hell it is people usually tell y'all. Yeah, that's that's probably the most that I can give. Because frankly, I usually don't give a shit. Mostly because, I don't know, inclusion or some shit. I figured I might as well just mention that. So that being said, as I mentioned in Battle of the Sexes, for those of y'all that haven't listened, Break Time on Westside shall be going on its regular season breaks. Where we just closed off Battle of the Sexes with episode 36. And we are closing off season 1 of tweet street with this episode now that being said we shall be having something within the next four to six weeks worth of content that will sort of cater for you guys it might be the minisodes i might have a second host with me and it might be available on igtv as a video as well now for you to know which one of those mites is actually true y'all will just have to wait for it to happen and stay tuned and also follow the Instagram page at Break Time on Westside. Just saying. Uh, that being said, I think it's about time we get into these tweets. Because we have a bunch of tweets and not enough time for all of them. Uh, now the first one. So the first one says, Guys, if you are asked to choose between a girl that can cook or the one that's good in bed, which one will you choose? And I don't know. Honestly, is it's very hard when people just throw this question at guys and they expect like one universal answer or it's one or, or the other. Honestly, I'm going to give y'all the answer that I think I normally give to such questions. And it's probably the most simple answer that I can give to just about any question that comes up like this. And it is, it depends. Now, by all means, if, if any guy chose one or the other, They'd be justified. Like if you asked me right now which I would choose, I'd probably choose one that's good in bed. Because yo, like I'm not going to stay with her where her cooking skills are particularly important. Because, well, the way I see it, I I just want to get my dick wet. Like I want to go relieve my raging boner whenever it is a situation. And 
if she just happens to be really good at it then the better it'll heavily decrease my chances of wanting to go and look for it elsewhere that being said if i was going for a long-term relationship then i'd probably want a girl who can cook better and especially if that long-term relationship was essentially leading to marriage then obviously i'd want someone that can cook better not because i will stay with them but it's just so that i know that i'm i'm secure and i'm not just dealing with someone who doesn't know their way around the kitchen it's just one of those things that guys will look for in most of the babes that they get whether the guy is a chef or not her ability to cook is something that a lot of us guys particularly men from this part of the world usually like to take into consideration so if you don't know how to cook as a lady in kenya or east africa or africa then i'm sorry life might not be too good for you in the near future when you're looking for a husband but that being said if you're looking for a short-term relationship you're not really looking at anything too long you don't intend to to go too far with her or you're probably just looking at a situation where it's just banging then most deaf just go for someone who's good in bed and yeah like that's just it go for someone who's good in bed also that being said well when you actually look at it you can be taught how to be a really good cook pretty easily through things like culinary school and cooking classes and and youtube videos and recipes and shit but when it comes to banging good well no matter how much someone is taught there's some things that are just an art form plus it's not like every single group of girls discusses how they're going to bang better just saying I have a group of friends that are girls and they just happen to tell me some of these things. So yes, I'd most probably go for a girl that's good in bed. But well, like I said, it's because of the current situation I am in right now. When I'll be thinking of getting married, I'll probably switch the answer to look for someone who can cook and cook very very well. I like I I really like my food. Anyways, uh in line with that, next question. Actually, this one isn't even a question. Ladies, You will not die if you text first and apologize. I promise you. Honestly, the reason why I included this here is just as a way to constantly remind ladies that you know what? Sometimes it's okay if you actually choose to own up and take some responsibility and I don't know, like make the first move because there's usually this whole thing of oh, I'm the girl so I'm not the one to text first or oh, I'm the girl so I'm the one who's right or just because you're the guy if there's a problem with the relationship you're the one that's supposed to you know quell down the situation and shit and it's it's mostly just wrong I think as people we need to learn to accept and be accountable for ourselves and if you fucked up and you know you fucked up or someone showed clearly that you fucked up make sure you apologize and own up to it just apologize and agree that you'll try and be a better person uh about texting first there are obviously some women that will take the first shot but it's not many and a lot of girls are still scared of this i urge you to start doing that not just so that you can know what it feels like to be a guy and get rejected because i honestly want you guys to go through that shit but also so that you guys can sort of get some credit for understanding how it is that guys have to cope with shit and have to maneuver their way around social interactions. Uh but anyways, that was just a quick side note on to the next tweet. Oh, this one this one should be interesting. 
If Pornhub offered you a million to post a sex tape, would you do it? Well, that depends also. Yeah, same answer as the first tweet. That depends. Is it dollars or Kenya shillings? If it's Kenya shillings, then no. I don't think my my sex tape is worth that much. Not that I'm a celebrity or anything, but I'm very picky about what it is that I choose to do with my body and especially showing my privates. And in addition to that, well, it's always better if it's in dollars or pounds because it's a much better currency the way I look at it. So if I was offered a million dollars to post up a sex tape on Pornhub, would I do it? Most definitely. I might have a bunch of conditions, but there's a pretty good chance I would because the way I look at it, one, if you just post up a POV picture or a masturbation one, you're good for the most part. Your face isn't featured in shit. You're pretty good for the most part. And you don't even have to do that much. I mean, the name of shit like lighting and, and I don't know, mics and shit. Also, you won't just be making that million. If you happen to rack up enough views, you'll also start making money from Pornhub. Sort of the same way that people on YouTube make ad revenue. So that works as well. Plus, the way I see it, if you can make money while having sex, then I I don't see why it's such a bad thing, especially if it's on your terms and you're not being paid, I don't know, $7 an hour just so that you can film a scene that might take, I don't know, a bunch of different hours. And when your nut is controlled by a producer in the background that yells cut, that's just how I look at it. It's a fairly complicated way to look at it, but... I try to look at it from where the positives are and well that's a million plus other things so I'd probably choose to do it but that being said Pornhub isn't offering anyone besides celebrities that kind of money and I'm not even sure if they have really offered celebrities that kind of money but don't look forward to such shit the only shit that you can look forward to where it's like I'll offer you this much money to I don't know sleep with me or something it's probably if some sponsor or some sugar daddy or sugar mommy tries to sleep with you and well pretty much wants to pay you for that shit whereby it's it's like prostitution at this point and Pornhub is indirect prostitution which isn't prostitution anyways that being said next tweet so this is a retweet of another tweet which i will get to in a second but it says body counts are a social construct my vagina isn't counting how many dicks go in, so why should I? Now, this tweet was in response to a tweet that some other guy had made, which was if she's over 24 and she's probably got 15 plus bodies, then nothing. It kind of went into to continue into saying why does this statement trigger so many people, especially when I didn't say if it was a good thing or a bad thing literally just tweeted a statement you all stop being ashamed of yourselves and the lives you live you're grown now the reason why i think this statement triggered whoever it is that made the body counts tweet was because people are always being judged by their body counts now body counts by all means are yes in and of themselves a social construct there's nothing too special about a body count because it just means that you've slept with this many people but this is the point where i'll say that you know the numbers don't lie but they don't necessarily tell the truth now i probably will do a an episode sometime in the future specifically on body counts but 
especially when it comes to women it's like having a high body count is a bad thing with a guy having a good body count is a good or a bad thing depending on the number because as opposed to different times you'll find that sometimes if you're talking to a babe and you tell her you have a body count of 50 it's like that's too many but if you say that you have a body count of five that's too few you're inexperienced and to be quite honest there is no right answer for what's your current body count so and most people usually tend to ask what's your body count especially like on the first date normally i tell them you know what if if you are you shouldn't answer that or at least i shouldn't be telling you that and you also shouldn't really tell me how many you have as a friend of mine called elsie and i were sort of discussing not too long ago the body count doesn't mean that much because there's not much of a difference between you sleeping with 50 different guys and you sleeping with one guy 50 times like there's not that big of a difference both like both times you've slept with 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 someone 50 times it's just that on one side it's different people on another side it's one person provided that you are safe and you're responsible i see nothing wrong with it and that's probably part of the reason why i'm i'm not against having a body count i'm just against you or or at least i'm against people using it to judge other people and speaking of judging on to our final tweet uh, I know I've kind of bounced around, but Lori Harvey is a beautiful woman, but she letting future smash raw brings that stock down very low. I don't know. Uh, how would I say this? That's entirely up to you. But here's how I usually look at it. For those of you that don't know who Lori Harvey is, if I'm not wrong, she should be a model and she's fairly famous. A bunch of rappers have talked about how and how they want to smash. Like there's Meek Mill busy talking about it here. I got Lori Hari on my wish list. That's the only thing I want for Christmas. And when you look at it, Vanya, she is a fine babe. She's alright. She's pretty good looking, the way I look at it. But there's this whole thing of if you let this and this person hit it, then it's like your bottom of the barrel or your stock drops. It's like when you hear people talking about how if you sleep with a girl who's not good looking or should i say conventionally attractive someone that your homies probably didn't find attractive or called ugly it's like your stock drops as a man or at least it's like your value as a guy goes down and it doesn't just apply to men it applies to women as well because it's like you decided to go for bottom of the barrel but usually i sit back and i'm like why is that your problem hell probably the guy had good dick and probably if mick mill really wanted to hit it it means that shorty is like proper top class and probably he might still want to hit it but future probably just had a good way with words and i usually sit back and i think about when when people talk about such shit when you start putting a value to someone based on who they sleep with or or who they don't sleep with it's this whole social construct if i can use that same term whereby people are creating value out of something that's mostly baseless now honestly future hitting raw versus him hitting with a condom i feel like there's no difference except the fact that future would have probably felt max pleasure if he went in raw which he did and you thinking that the stock dropped because future hit well that's dependent on something else 
do you think that you're worthy enough to actually hit Lori Harvey? Like, I'm not saying that, you know, it's a matter of having money or status or fame and shit. But do you really think that Lori Harvey would hit you? That's the question. So whenever you come in and you're like, no, you know, if you hit that, that's bottom of the barrel. To be quite honest, her vagina is still the same. Last I checked, I don't think he got an STD or HIV or have any diseases. I don't think he got a yeast infection or anything. And... You know, just the same way your dick will stay the same, whether you hit a, sh- a shorty that you might find pretty or ugly, is sort of the same way her vagina and herself is probably still the same afterwards. Fine, yes, she did produce a child, but fuck it. It's 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 just what it is. Like, I don't think the so-called stock drops just because you hit a certain person. But if you're going to devalue someone by the ability to sleep with someone else, at least make sure you're above the value of the other person for future he's a pretty successful human being and by all means women are hypergamous so they will go for a super successful human being as opposed to just the regular ones and that's part of the reason why women will almost hardly ever date down so while you're busy talking about future and and Lori harvey's stock going down or at least her value going down after smashing future is your value better than futures that's just the question fine the guy has like eight baby mamas that we know of but is your value higher than his are you a better person and by better you have to use a bunch of different measuring tactics but the way i look at it if i was into Lori harvey before and future hit i'd probably still want to hit Lori harvey not because future hit but because well it's Lori harvey look at people for who they are not for who they smashed that's just what I'm trying to tell people over here. But anyways, I want to know what y'all think about this. On Twitter, it is at Bagaka the D, the B and the D are capital. On Instagram, it is at Breaktime on Westside. Feed me your thoughts, feed me your criticisms. I want your feedback on all of this. I will see you guys next season on Tweet Street. But while the break will be happening, I shall be seeing you for the next upcoming episodes. But from the series of Tweet Street, I would like to say a very humble goodbye till the next season. Y'all take care. I will see you guys later. Peace. Honestly, like I don't know how the Rainbow Community celebrates Pride Week. Do they like get together and like sing Rainbow Monkey or some shit? Or is that like an LGBT state of the union address that happens? I don't know. It's it's something that intrigued me ever since I actually found out about this holiday.